0: Talk to me no matter what you feel Hi, my name's Scott Anderson. You've reached my podcast. January 2024. Still practicing. Gonna get that right one of these days. Uh, As always, published a Hub Pages article out on uh, Hub Pages at Doc Anderson. And, as always, this podcast is brought to you by two sponsors. The first sponsor is Danny and the Corporate Ladder. Sometimes in life, you meet someone so amazing that you think this person is too good to be true, and then you find out they're actually better than you thought. Danny and the Corporate Ladder, available now in ebook form, paperback, and also an audiobook. Happy, happy, joy, joy. Danny and the Corporate Ladder. The other sponsor is Creative Technology and Innovation, a company focused on helping organizations make better decisions. Creative technology and innovation. One of the things that I focused on in my hub pages article this week is kind of the evolution of how I got to chasing AI and what does it really mean, uh, for me anyway. Um, and it, you know, it's an interesting but short article. It's just kind of a, I guess I would call it a contemporaneous kind of a, you know, the why of my thinking. Uh, which did get me kind of considering, first of all, I'm working on, uh, expanding the enterprise resource triangle. I know I've, I've talked about that now for, for several weeks and I really am working on it. I just haven't quite gotten the right view of what I need to share. Um, and like anything, it's all things being relative. Um, you know, you gotta, you gotta get to, uh, gotta get to where you can be, um, and what you need to do, um. As you kind of go forward. Anyway, uh, I've been focused a lot in the last couple of weeks, you know, coming back from vacation, getting back into the the grind of work, Um, although I do like my job, so I guess it's not a grind. But, you know, I've been doing uh, 3D printing, trying to uh, uh, get one of my 3D printers working. Um, I'm actually working with the technical support team. Uh, I followed my rule. I have a rule that I've used for many years, which is if I can't get it done in an hour, if I cannot fix the problem in an hour, uh, then I reach out to technical support. Um, and that that's helped me and saved me probably hundreds of hours over the course of the years because I, I just don't let myself get bogged down in trying to fix something that I'm oh so close but oh so far. Uh, And that's that's an important thing. I know it's very hard to let go when you're trying to troubleshoot and solve problems. But the reality is sometimes you just have to let go. Sometimes you just have to say, I can't solve this problem on my own. Get help. Uh, But, you know, that is neither here nor there. I am happily using my anchor mate. Uh, Anchormake is a, a company. If you've ever bought anything from Anchor, they do uh, USB hubs, they do USB charging. Um, they, they have a number of things that they sell. Anchormake is, is their printer, um, and it's, it's a very good 3D printer. It's fast. Um, the other cool thing it does is it takes a time lapse of what it's printing, uh, which I really like. I show the time lapses on my YouTube channel. Um, I'm kind of letting my YouTube channel grow organically. I'm not really trying to grow it, but it has been kind of, it's expanded a little bit. I think I'm over 400 subscribers now, which is about, you know, seems about fair. Um, I also still post to TikTok. And what I mostly post is, you know, bird buddy videos and videos of the dogs. I, I I have quite a few fun videos of the dogs, you know, waiting waiting for my wife to come home, waiting for things to happen, you know, blah, blah, blah. All of that is stuff that, You know, it's fun to capture. It's fun to look at. But it's also fun to share. So I do a lot of that. But the printing stuff has been kind of interesting. Like I said, I want to get my other printer operational. It's a bigger bed, so it'll allow me to print larger things. Uh, The Anchor make is a smaller bed. And, you know, obviously it does a great job printing the smaller objects. But, you know, I want to be able to print bigger things. I want to be able to print um, the body of the home rover I'm building. Um, I finally got the rover pretty much designed the way I want it to work. I just haven't actually gotten it to the point where it's it's ready to be built. Um, and I'm jealously watching a friend of mine who's printing a robot um, on his 3D printer and I'm, I'm dying because, well, he's doing what I want to be doing and, you know, I'm just not there yet. Um, the other thing, I, I got uh, the Arsenal product. I've been waiting for that. It's a product that is um, integration with your, uh, you know, digital signal Digital Single Reflex Camera DSLR. Um, and uh, it it basically allows you to, to integrate AI into the, the pictures you take with a, with a DSLR. So um, I've been waiting for it. I got it set up and installed and connected to my phone. I just haven't gotten a chance to go outside with it and, and take some pictures, which I will try to do uh, over the next few weeks. The other thing I'm working on, uh, which is my ongoing basement project. I'm trying to get the last few things kind of organized and set up in such a way that they're, uh, they're amenable to what I want to do, right? Where I want to be and and what I kind of need in the short run, um, as I go forward. So, uh, 3d printing, uh, Arsenal the uh, AI based camera edition um, and then there's a, just a few other things that I'm trying to get out of the basement and actually clear up and, and remove um, I know it's an ongoing story I've been talking about that for well let's see at least the last seven months now since we moved in June so um, and before that I was trying to organize it uh, before we moved so I ended up having uh, a lot of things get damaged but in part, because of a bad moving company, but in part because, you know, stuff just had to get, had to get moved, um, and sometimes things get damaged when it's moved, so, you know, is what it is, kind of thing, as you go forward, uh, the last kind of component piece is thinking about what I'm going to be building, um, after I'm done with the, the initial small prints here with the anchor make. Um, because one of the things I, I would like to do is build the smaller version of my rover and just kind of figure out, you know, wh- what's going to work, what's not going to work. Um, what do I need to add? What do I need to remove? The goal would be to get something that's small. If you look at the ROV market and the drone market and those markets, if you look at what's going on right now, there's a move to bigger and smaller um, if you consider the bigger drones and the bigger ROVs, you know, they're, they're really designed for, for people that want to, to go a little deeper into the water, an ROV, or go a little higher into the sky. Although I will say, if you do have a drone, please, please, please make sure that you follow the FAA guidelines or the aviation administration in whatever country you live in. Um, It's one thing or another to, um, you know, to fly your drone in airspace, but it's quite another to cause an actual airplane with human beings on it to happen have to avoid your drone so or or run over your drone or suck your drone into an engine you know those are not good things so you want to make sure that you don't um, you don't fly your drone in places that you shouldn't fly your drone That you don't fly your drone in places that you're not allowed to fly your drone um, there's airspace you're not allowed to use there's airspace you're not allowed to consider and so it's very important that you you consider the impact of what you're doing with ROVs you're less likely to run into places you're not supposed to be. Uh, there are very few facilities underwater. Oh, well, I'm sure there are a few, but um, most of those are, are scientists living down underwater, so um, it's a matter of, you know, as you as you use your ROV, you're less likely to run into those things, and, you know, ROVs are also tethered, so you're bound to a much smaller space than a drone that can fly around and be anywhere it wants to be in the air. Uh, so that's one of those things where you, have to, you just need to, to follow the rules for drones, the in the US, you have to register with the FAA. You're supposed to, not everybody does, but um, you're supposed to register your drone, and then when you fly it, uh, they know who you are. Um, but, you know, someday they'll, they'll just simply put a chip on it, and every drone that gets shipped in a country will have a chip from the aviation authority of that country. Uh, and then as it goes into the air, they'll know who it is, right? They'll be able to pop, ping the chip and say, Who is this? Uh, and it'll go from there. My name's Scott Anderson. Thank you so much. You've reached my podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great rest of your week and day.